everybody. Welcome to the Screaming Beans podcast. And today we are going to talk about the history of coffee uh, and a bit about specialty coffee versus blends. So um, do you know much about the history of coffee, Jack? Um, I know a little bit from, obviously, I've been I've been in the, the hospitality industry for 11 years now. 11 I years. You don't have to say that. I don't look... I don't look old enough, but I, I promise you I have been. So I've, I, I, I know a bit. I know some of the the wives' tales and the myths and the legends, that sort of thing. So um, but wait until I was a little bit more. Okay, so there's a few, there's a few different um, stories uh, about the history of coffee. There's not a, like a definitive answer, um, but it's one of those things that, you know, it's kind of changed the fortunes of many, well, pretty much all of the countries, really. So a lot of people think it can be traced back to Africa. That's where it started from. And people say, well, legend says that it was a goat herder that found it um, due to the fact that his goats were eating berries on this bush. And then they were just like jumping around and bleating everywhere. And he was like, what on yeah. earth is going on here? Um, so he tried some of the berries. Um, I don't know how he, he just ate them straight off the bush, but anyway. Um, and then discovered that he felt like he could be jumping around and dancing about. He gave them to a monk uh, who made a drink out of this fruit, this magic fruit. Um, and then, and that's it. And, that, and that's, you know, co- coffee, coffee is, that's, that's coffee. That's how it, that's how it started. I mean, I know that's one story. Um, that's, the, that's the one I've heard. Yeah. There, well, there is that, another that one. Like the first one that I yeah. heard was the goat herd uh, gives, it to his, gives it to his goats. Yeah. And then they all go mad. They all go mad. Yeah. I mean, and I don't, then, I, yeah. Then the rest, the rest is history. The rest is history. So they say, well, there is, there is another one. There is another one. Which to me is a little, a little well, come, kind of a little more believable. Um, so there's a guy called Sheikh Omar, um, and he was exiled for breaking a moral code um, in Yemen. He, similar to the goat herder, found a tree with berries on it. He ate the berries, but then didn't like the taste. They were too bitter, so he threw them into a fire. Um, then what he did, he boiled them... Um, to soften them because then they got they got really hard obviously as they do uh boiled it drank the liquid found the invigorating effects of obviously the caffeine took it back to where he was exiled from presented the now coffee um and then they thought it was the most wonderful thing in the world his exile was lifted he was invited back home and he came home as a as a champion of of coffee i don't know i, I don't know that's you know that's yeah. that's two two different that's stories two, that I've heard. But I mean, I think most people, most historians think it's it made its way into Yemen. I think that's probably the the starting point of it. Um, then it made its way into the Arab world and around the fifteenth century, uh, and then it spread into India and then into Italy. Um, in around the 17th century because it was bought across then um, by wealthy Venetians and they started drinking it into you know their coffee shops and what we now know as coffee shops and then it didn't come into America until the 1773 to be specific because of the Boston Tea Party have you heard of the Boston Tea Party? yeah I have I've watched the Simpsons episode 
There's a Simpsons episode. Is there really? There's a Simpsons episode on the bottom. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Well, that's that's but a yeah, Google after this recording. I, I do know a, b- a bit about a bit about it. So, yeah. yeah so the, there's, a, there's a big a big tax on the on tea from the from the the British government, and they decided that, that was enough, and now they're America. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and they drink in a, coffee in a short, in a short snappy. <laughs> That's what you know, happened. If, if it had been over that quickly, a lot, a lot of things would have, would have got done, wouldn't it? But <laughs> you can imagine. No, we're not drinking tea anymore, and this is America. <laughs> yeah, done. Um, okay, I've got a couple of notable um, dates for you here. So, yep. Pop quiz. Do you know who invented the commercial decaffeination process? Do you know his name? Not, Not a clue. clue. <laughs> Who invented the commercial decaffeination process? A chap called Ludwig Roselus in 1903. Wow. wow. There you go. Do you know who, you know who uh, developed uh, the, the coffee filter, the paper coffee filter? No, Mr. Harry O. Does that count? <laughs> no, but he does. <laughs> he's named after the my grinder. It's Melita Benz. In 1908. Uh, do you know the uh, gentleman who invented instant coffee? No, but I don't like him. <laughs> David Strang. You should be strangled. David Strang. I know, yeah, he might as well have been. In 1938. And then the, f- the final one. Um, who invented the modern espresso machine? I think I might know this one. Go on. I think, I don't know his first name. I think it's... Um, Gadget. There you go. Or Gagia. Yeah. I'm sure it's him. That's, That's right. The first. You're right. You're right. Oh, in okay. 1946. 1946. Wow. Which is fairly recent. Which is fairly recent. I th- it is, but it's also very. It's also an incredibly long time. Yes. Yeah. If you yeah. think about the the advances in technology mm-hmm. between now and then, the fact that it sort of stood the test of time for you know. 80, nearly 90 years now, that's pretty impressive, I think. I wonder if, if, they're probably in some um, uh, museum somewhere, but I wonder if his original machine is still around. I think it would be, wouldn't you? Yeah. There must be. I'd love to see it. It's probably not working. An espresso machine museum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe somewhere in Italy. Maybe, maybe that's another Google. We need to Google the Simpsons episode and Google to see whether uh, his first ever espresso machine is still around and if we can go and visit it. Maybe. That'd be a, that'd be a good episode. It would, wouldn't it? It would, maybe. He's going to scream, did podcast pay for the trip? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, listen, if you, if you want to go onto our crowdfunding page. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. Uh, okay. So that's a very, very brief history of coffee. Um, very, very brief. There's loads of stuff on, like, Google, if you want to read any more. There's also, I've got um, a blog post on the website, officecoffeeco.co.uk. If you want to read a bit more, this goes into a lot more detail there, if you want to do a bit more reading. So, um, speciality coffee, Jack. What, what is this wonderful coffee that we love so much? What's it all about? So... Basically, it's it's split into two, two sort of categories, two sort of um, sub sub categories, I guess. Is single origins, and then you've got blends as well. So, um, to to put it simply, a single origin is exactly what it says in the tin. It's 
a bag of coffee that contains one bean from one coffee. Um, usually it's one, you know, from one farm um, and very sort of occasionally it's, it's different varieties, but most of the time it's sort of the same variety. Um, the most important thing that, that we, as, we roasters as roasters and as consumers, and as consumers um, want, want to know, know from, from our, our coffee, coffee is the traceability. So, so uh, that's, that's something that's, that's really started to, to pick up in uh, the last sort of five or ten years mm. um, with a lot of sort of even the RFA and that sort of thing. It, it makes that traceability so much easier and you can yep. sort of see exactly where it's from. You can, you know, type it into Google if you want and you could see the farm and the farmer and the people that... Mm. It's, you, you know, know the, the people's lives people's that it's, lives that it's um, um, improving. improving. Um, so, so, yeah, and, and then and blends are the exact opposite. opposite. So, blends, so blends are different coffees, different coffees from, from different, different regions, regions and, and different countries. countries. Um, they're often um, selected with some well-known countries that blend well together. So, for example, um, I know that Brazil and Colombia go really well together. And they're sort of like general flavor profiles. Um, are really good for especially for espresso mm, um, and so if that. you were looking for a blend that is something that um, i would suggest if you're looking for an espresso um but how do they how do they how do they taste so with a single origin like i said you it it says what it does what it says in the tin so you get exactly what it says in the tin is that you get the flavor that the roaster or you know the, the bean exhibits um so you know I'm, I'm sure you do the same, Paul. When when we roast our coffee, especially when we get new ones in, we'll cup them and we'll try them and we'll see what's like. If we like what we what we like, we'll make a note of you know exactly how we roasted it and that sort of thing, so we can mimic it. Yeah. Um, and if we liked it but thought it could be improved by X Y Z, then we'll you know we'll chuck we'll chuck some more in and we'll try it differently. Um, you know, and that's. With single, with single origins, you're sort of limited to to exactly what you can get out of the coffee. Whereas with blends, they're more set up to a flavour profile. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you wanted it to be, you know, you want it to taste like toffee, apple, chocolate, and cinnamon. I don't know. These are just three words that come to my head. Um, you, you can you can play around with blends until you find that exact yeah flavour profile. Whereas if you wanted that coffee and you just ordered something from a supplier or you got something in you can't that there's no way without knowing it beforehand that you're going to get those flavor notes absolutely um you know and and that's something that that we at jack of the beans really try and do is sort of you know educate our our customers on what the wider world has to offer um you know that that's that's basically that's it you know we 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 love the development and the um experimentation of coffee and we love how you know different coffees taste even from you know so we've got, so we've got um a brazilian, uh, brazilian which is our neblina um which is fantastic that's black treacle walnut and blueberry um which is sort of the blueberry in it is almost like a freshness um, it doesn't actually taste of blueberries but then you've got something like our santa maria which is milk chocolate strawberry and almond brittle which is so much softer but also creamier which sounds weird out of an espresso but like you taste them side by side and you think like to some people this is just coffee but to others yeah this is you know a, a real like variety and and that's you know that's what yeah, that's we, try what we try and exhibit a little bit, bit. Um, you know again again like paul said we've got a blog post um up on our website uh, jackandthebeans.co.uk um, and that's you know that that's exactly what 
what it says on here. Um, you know, it's just what it says on there is that, you know, what we've just sort of gone on. So again, if if you have any more questions or anything like that, again, you can Google um, the sort of things you're after, or just drop um, either me or Paul a message, and you know, we can we can do the the work for you. Uh, sorry, man, I'm putting you out a little bit here, but I'll, I can do I can do the work. I don't know if Paul would, but I'd certainly do the work for you all. So. You know. um, but yeah, so that, yeah, that's that sort of sums up sort of specialty coffee. Is it's not the instant rubbish. I'll use you know the instant stuff that you would generally drink. You know, it's more about again, like like I said last time about the community aspect. That it it impacts on every single um step in the supply chain so yeah from um grower to picker to exporter to supplier to roaster to you know barista or to consumer it's it's grown and cultivated and made to improve the lives of everybody that it influences yeah um whereas to me instant is get it in and get it in get it out out sort of thing so you know you yeah. really get that sort of extra time and it, and it, it tastes like you get that extra time and that extra love and care and attention from it um so yeah it's interesting what you say though isn't it because i think depending on what you may want from your coffee will can dictate on whether you go for a single origin or or a blend i know especially for me when i'm when I'm roasting, I, I mean, I opt always for, for single origins every time, um, just because of what you said about the traceability um, and all those other things. You know, you can literally dial down right into the farm where it's come from, meet the farmer, find out his family, his heritage, the, you know, the history of that farm, um, which is brilliant. You know, and it goes back to us as consumers now. If you go into any you know, supermarket, you can pick up the packet of whatever it is that you want to buy and you can see what farm it's come from, you know, where, where it's farmed across the, the country. And, and I think that's brilliant, you know, and it, and it gives that, um, you know, you know by, by purchasing this specific product that you are helping and supporting that producer of whatever it may be. Obviously, in this case, it's coffee. Um, and a lot of, obviously, the, 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 the countries, you know, in particular Brazil, because it's the biggest producer of coffee on the planet, you know, it's, it's a third world country, essentially. So, you know, we are, as roasters and as consumers, we are helping these, these people, you know, uh, put, put money in their, put money in their pocket. You know, and and, and yeah, I mean, you know, so we, help their families we, and everything. We've, we've got a little, a little um, thing on our site called Coffee Around the World. So that's sort of you'll, you'll see that on any product page that we have, um, which basically just dials down um, a lot of um, the, just around just around the country, basically uh, that 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 roast coffee. Um, so you know, you go to we go through Brazil and Colombia and. Vietnam and all that sort of, sort of stuff. We go to you know Hawaii, Hawaii and, and the States, States um, and all those sorts of things. things. And, and a lot, lot of those sort of Central and South American countries, countries, most of the most of the history starts with coffee. Um, was a real source of economic prosperity mm. and mm. helped. You know, it, it was the highest produced crop. It was the most exported crop. It was. You know the most profitable crop. It you know it was really important during a civil you know after a civil war to you know help rebuild the country because of the finances that came into it. So yep. you know as well as it being individual people, individual farms, it's also helping the entire country. 
you know, from, you know, little beans of coffee, mm. which I think, I think is mad. It, it's unreal. Yeah. Like, the sort of, the impact it has on, on those sorts of people. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, those sorts of countries that, you know, yes, yes are slightly less off than, than we are. And, you know, that, that's, it gives it almost a personable touch to it. Is that if you wanted to, and if, you know, money was no object, and time was no object, you you could go to these farms, you go and watch them pick your coffee and say, you know, I've been to, mm. you know, our farm in, you know, we've, I've been to a farm in Brazil and we've watched them pick our Neblina, which I, I think is, is amazing, yeah. but it's mad. Yeah. Like yeah. the fact that you can do that. Yeah, you can do um, that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, the you fact can. that traceability can take you that far. So, um, but yeah. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I, I, I love that. I love the fact that, you know, for, for something that can be, um, depending on the person, um, just a throwaway product, you know, they just go to their coffee shop to get a coffee in the morning just because it's routine, but they don't realize what's happening. You know, that, you know, they are the end of that amazing chain that's, that's come to it. And, and by buying from, you know, an independent coffee shop who supports, um, you know, speciality coffee, then you are the final, um, you know, you're the circle, you know, you, you make up your last piece of the jigsaw, the, you know, and, and I think that's amazing. Um, and then I suppose when you, when, to me, when you look at blends, a part of that goes to the wayside slightly because the wayside. then blends is more yeah, about flavor more um yeah. and especially if you're roasting for a particular occasion so say christmas for yeah. for, for example you know you're going to want something which gives off the flavors of christmas whether that's you know cinnamon or or orange you know nectarine those kind of flavors so that's what you'll be looking for when when you you're not going to get that from one coffee, one, one coffee bean, no. you know, no way. You're going to have to no, look no from, okay, so what's the from, notes from the this coffee? Okay, that's coffee that's a, a third of what we're looking for. And then, you know, you yeah. roast it off and then you, like you say, that's it's quite a long process really because you might yeah, put them all in. And it's a lot of trial and error. And yeah, well, exactly. You know, no, trying to get the right, trying to get the right percentages. Yeah. Because one might be too strong. It might be... Oh, it's too too cinnamon heavy. Let's dial that down a bit. So then we've got a cup again with a different ratio of this bean to that bean until you get it, you know, bang on to to what you what you want. But I think that you know that there's an art in that in itself. Finding yeah, there's of course that sweet spot. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not to say that single origin because I I specialise in single origins that single origins. Are better in any way than blends. No, no, no. That, no. They, you know, they both have a, both have a, a place in in the coffee industry. You know, they're both equally as important. And you know, um, you know that that's what we're trying not to say is that you know, don't drink blends because you can't see what farm it's from. Yeah, well, that's, not, that's certainly not not the case. No, and, no, 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 no. You know, it's um, yeah. In a way, you might be helping three or four farms. If yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if they're all single origin coffees that you're using in your blend, that's you know yeah. three or four farms that you're essentially helping as opposed just to one. But yeah, of course. Which is which is yeah, which is great. It's mad to think yeah, from from this from the the humble coffee bean that makes the amazing drink. What 
how much of the the community that you 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 help it's like you said in in your introduction you know it is coffee is a community drink um yeah, whether yeah. whether yeah, you're, it's a, it's you know, me, thing. yeah, it's it's brilliant, and uh, you know, you don't really say, "Oh, let's go out for a a, a, a wine," do you? You, you know, you go out, you go out for a coffee. You know, well, unless you're going out on the set, but you know, you go out for a coffee, don't you? And you, you sit, you have a coffee, you have a chat, have a bit of cake, whatever. It's just one of those, and it brings people together, whether they go there for the coffee or whether they just go there for the chat. You know, if the coffee's great, it's still a vehicle that gets them there. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. Right, um, and I, I think I think we'll we'll end it there. If uh, if you have any questions about what we've spoke about, anything about single origins, anything about blends, anything about the history of coffee, drop uh, myself and Jack uh, a message on our social media or on our uh, respective websites, uh, and we will get back to you as soon as we can. So it's bye for me. Yeah, it's bye for me. And it's bye for me. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. Take care, everyone.